We hope you enjoy this podcast from Light Church Edithburg. To find out more about us, visit lightchurch.co. Alrighty, let's grab our seats as we're coming back in. We're quiet. How you doing? Good. I wanna if we haven't met, my name's Ben. I wanted to pass this here. And I want to reiterate the thanks Darren did to everyone who uh, kept church going last week. Because me and my wife Tally, we're also at home uh, with the COVID. I call it the COVID. My wife gets, she says it's silly. Don't call it that. So I do it more because I find it funny. And uh, and I know everyone gets it pretty different. We had it pretty good. We we're only crook for about a day, and then we. Uh, I, I was good for a while. I did, I did plenty of jobs at home, and I got a bit bored of that. So I got a bit unproductive towards the end. But it's good to be back. And uh, see all your faces here. Um, I'm excited for this year, this year ahead. And uh, I've been just praying and observing a bit lately. And, and what can happen is sometimes uh, the atmosphere in the world can infiltrate our faith. And for instance, at the moment, uh, the world's just like, stop and wait. Don't do anything drastic. Don't plan a holiday because your flights will get cancelled, or don't do this, or don't do that, or, or it's a bit of a stop and wait and see. And if we're not careful, our faith can be, uh, let's just stop and wait and see. The world says at the moment, you know, just, just, just hold on, we're just gonna, we don't know what's going to happen. And a lot of times we don't really know what's going to happen. But our faith shouldn't be like that. If our faith is just stop and wait and see or just go for an emotions, hold on, we need to have another look at who Jesus is. And so I want to just ask you a bit of a question as we get started today. What are you praying for this year? What are you believing for? What are you praying for? And if you haven't got an answer to that question, I mean it as gently and as loving as possible. You need to have another look at who you're following. Because if we haven't got faith, if we're not believing for something, if we haven't got something activated in us, we've forgotten who Jesus is. Because with Jesus, we don't stop and wait. When we follow Jesus, life isn't just hold on and see what happens. Uh, Jesus is above that. And his spirit's within you, his hand's upon you, for you, through you this year. And we need to activate that faith in us. We can't let the atmosphere of what we're living in affects how our faith is activated. So I want to encourage you to, to, to believe, to pray, to activate that faith. This isn't the time to stop and wait and go through the motions. This is the time, as every time is, it actually doesn't change. But we need a fresh reminder that, that God's Spirit, Holy Spirit is within us. God's presence is around us. He's got a plan ahead for us this year. And we've got to activate that faith and, and align with it and walk in that faith. And so God, I just thank you as we meet today, God, that, that you are ever present. You are here. Your spirit is upon us and within us. And so God, I just speak your life. I speak your freedom. God, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to perceive something today. We don't want to go through the motions. We don't want to just stop and wait for your life. We want to see your hand upon us. We want to see your hand upon our families, our workplaces, our community, God. And so, God, I pray, God, give us a gift of faith. God, give us your heart. God, give us what you see. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, I want to read from uh, 
a passage from Luke chapter 7. And we're going to start at verse 1, and I believe we've got it up on the screen. We do. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, the highly valued slave of a Roman officer was sick and near death. When the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his slave. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said, for he loves the Jewish people and he even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them, but just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I'm not worth of such an honour. I'm not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I'm under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go, and they go, or come, and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And when the officer's friends returned to his house, they found the slave completely healed. Jesus was amazed by this faith. And it didn't happen often. He often challenged people on their faith. But here it says Jesus was amazed by this man's faith, this Roman officer's. He sends for Jesus to come heal his slave. Once Jesus comes closer, he sends his friends. He says, don't even, you don't even need to come. You don't even need to come into my house. Just say the word and he'll be healed. I don't even have to hear it. If you just say the word from where you are, my servant will be healed. That's faith. Just say the word. He's an officer and he says, just say the word from where you are. I notice because I'm under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. This man was an officer in the Roman uh, military, if you will, and, and he had people underneath him and he had people over him. Now, I'm sure the military has changed a lot over the years. I'm sure it's pretty different. But I'm, what I'm fairly certain of is the power of words was the same then and is now. Uh, I've never been in the army and I never wish to go in the army. And uh, I'm very pleased. I visited Singapore once and, and uh, you're in the reserves until you're 40. And so if you're under 40, you have to do a fitness test every year. And uh, if you don't reach a certain level in your fitness test, you have to go do six weeks of training until you do it. And so in Singapore, all the guys on the 40 are really fit, and then it goes downhill. Um, but words mean something in the army. You've got to follow your order. If you get told to do something, you do it. Uh, you might have seen a movie or a show or a documentary. Uh, they love barking orders in the army. And, uh, and maybe they go, oh, I don't know, I'm glad I'm not there. But you imagine in a war zone, and it comes through the radio, stop. You don't say, why? <laughs> you don't say, I don't feel like it. You don't say, can you give me the reasoning behind it? Can you say, I've had a bad day, I just need to talk it out a little bit. No, you just stop. Because if you don't stop, you might die. Words matter that much. It's actually life or death. And they give commands down, and then they give commands down, and they listen 
Because if you don't listen, you can die. Words matter. This man, he gave orders and they were followed. You know what? If they didn't follow his orders, there'd probably be trouble. And he was given orders and he followed his orders. He understood authority. He understood that words weren't just there for the sake of it. <laughs> sometimes as I'm trying to parent my children, sometimes I feel like my words are just there for the sake of it. Right, I'm trying to, I'd love this obedience. Come and they come, go and they go. Ooh, I like the sound of that. And uh, we've got a bit of work to do. But he understood authority. And he said to Jesus, just say the word and he'll be healed. I didn't even have to hear it. I didn't even have to see it. I don't even have to see your lips moving. I don't even have to hear the word. I don't even have to be present. If you just say the word from wherever you are, it will happen. That's, that's amazing faith. That's not just faith in the word. That's faith in who says the word. Now, the same person can promise different things, right? I can't promise what others can promise. It matters who says the word, doesn't it? And he, he knew the authority of Jesus said, if you just say the word, it will happen. Wow. And I was just stopping and reflecting on this and And maybe my question to us today, my challenge, my encouragement is, is if what if we had this faith for the words of Jesus? What if we heard the words of Jesus and if he said it, it will happen? Jesus said it, I'll do it. And I know we like to think we do that, but I, I know I don't really. Uh, I might do it sometimes. I'm hopefully getting better at it. But what if we read it and believed it? What if we read it and practiced it? What if we read it and put our faith in it? What would life look like? What would life look like for us? What would life look like for those around us? You know, I, I just want to build a bit of faith today. That, and I'm just going to share a few things that Jesus said, but there's so many. And I want to encourage you that when you're reading your Bible, do we believe it or not? Is Jesus God or not? Did he say it or not? If he said it, do I believe it? <laughs> because this Roman officer had faith in the words of Jesus. That if he said it, it'll happen. If he said it, I'll do it. How do we respond to the words of Jesus? What would life look like? And I've just picked a few out today. And like I said, you can go find so many more. But I'll just pick a few out. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. You can leave it up, Andrew. What if we read it and believed it? <laughs> what if we read it what if we hear it and said, okay, I'll go to Jesus and I'll receive rest? But I, I know what do I do sometimes? I'll just uh, maybe stay weary. 
I don't know who's done that. You need rest, and, and instead of going to Jesus, you might just stay tired. <laughs> it, it sounds so silly, but it's, I've done it so many times. Right. Or, or go and find somewhere else to get the rest. Right? Try and create or generate it ourselves, or, or do this or do that. And I'm not saying we don't do things, physical things to give ourselves rest, but Jesus promises a rest, and it's not just a holiday, it's not just a day off, it's, 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 it's this rest for our spirit, for our emotions, it's knowing who we are, it's such a deep rest, and Jesus promises, come to me, and you'll get it. So we either believe it or we don't. We either do it or we don't. Imagine if we believed this and did it, how would that change how we coped? How would that change how we manage life? How would that change how we interacted with people? Then I'm just going to come again and again and again to Jesus and receive what I need. He said it. Do we believe it? John 14, 27. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. I reckon I've quoted this verse like every second week for the last four months, right? And, uh, and it's just been on my heart for the last six months. And I've gone on a journey that I just refused, I just refused to, to live in unknown or chaos or anxiety. It's just not worth it. It's just a waste of time. And, and that sounds very like uh, flippant or, or, or just I'm just saying that, but Jesus promises us peace. He either said it or he didn't. He promised us peace, and it's a peace for our heart and our mind. It's over our thoughts and our emotions. And it's a peace not from this world, which is great, because I can't generate the peace I need sometimes. And he promises us a peace of heart and mind, a peace not from the world, and it's a gift. So we don't have to generate it, we don't have to create it, we don't have to just manufacture it. It's a gift from Jesus. It's a promise from Jesus. He either said it or he didn't. What if we read this and believed it and imagine how it would change how we walked? And I'm not saying everything will be la-di-da and, and, the, and the seas will just open and, and things will happen, but it'll change how we lived. He said it or he didn't. Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble was enough for today. Imagine if we read it and believed it. How would that change how we lived? How would that change how we spent our time? How would that change what we prioritised? That if we seek God first... If, we, if he is Lord of all, if we seek him first, he will direct my path and bring him what I need. If I need it, I'll have it. Hey, if I don't have it, I don't need it. He said it. Did he say it? Yes. Do we believe it? It's up to us, isn't it? The words of Jesus. The Roman officer said, you just say the word and it'll happen. I don't even have to hear it, I don't even have to see it. You just say it and it will happen. Jesus says, we've we've been given God's word. (laughs) Jesus is the word of God. And he preached and he teached and he healed. And if he said it, do we believe it?
that worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. Wow. Now, it's not saying just get rid of all wisdom, but it's saying seek first. What's first? It's, it's what voice we listen to first, Jesus, or the media, or the world, or... No, no, what voice do we listen to first? What do we seek first? And he'll bring what we need. If we need it, we'll have it. If we don't need it, we won't have it. He said it. This one, uh, 14, John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit is God's presence on earth. And later, uh, when Jesus ascended, he said, Don't leave until you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is with us and within us. It's God's presence with us. And so Jesus said, It's better that I leave. So God's presence is with you in every moment, every day. And the Holy Spirit is called comforter, advocate, counsellor. His wisdom, strength, peace. It's God's presence on earth. It's God's presence in us. And the promise is, that's with us. So everywhere you go this year, every challenge, every opportunity, every family lunch, every work meeting, every bill, everything you come across this year, God's with you. Think about that. We know it. But if we believed it, that would affect how we live, wouldn't it? If we believe that God's in, within me and with me in every moment I face, how would that change conflict? How would that change forgiveness? How would that change that tense work relationship? How would that change the neighbor, how you get along with a neighbour? How would that change things if you knew that God's presence is within you and in you everywhere you go? Because that's the promise, that the Holy Spirit is with us. We believe it or we don't. I don't want to half believe my Bible. I don't want to take half of God's word. Because Jesus calls us to follow him and he, and he gave us his words for a reason. God's presence is with you wherever you go this year. In the, in the highs, the lows, in the bland, seemingly average times. It's sometimes the hardest, I think. We, we talk about the mountaintops and the valleys. I think the long, windy roads, that's sort what of gets me. I get a bit bored and I get a bit agitated. And God's with you in every moment this year. The weeping, the rejoicing, the coming, the going. How good's that? Do we believe it? Because if we believe it, it'll change how we go about things. God's presence. John 14.1 says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you'll always be with me where I am. Enough room, prepare a place. He's talking about heaven. Jesus is talking about, hey, if you believe in me, if you profess your faith in me, you have a home in heaven that Jesus holds our eternity. We had Gabe speak uh, the first Sunday of this year, 
And he had an incredible word about how God's hand is on us for this year. And he talked about how God holds our eternity. Think about that. For the rest of time, God has that secure. And he said something powerful that, that hasn't left me. He said, if, if, if God can hold your eternity, how much more can he hold your 2022? <laughs> if God can look after your whole eternity forever, how much more can he look after this year? How much more can he look after your family, your workplace? See, when we, when we know God holds our forever, it changes maybe our perspective. If we believe this and we remember it and it sits in our heart, it changes the way we go about life. One more, I'll just throw at you. John 14, 12. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. And even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. You know, the other ones I shared were about us. You know, me having peace, me having rest, God's presence being with me. And even that sometimes... I can forget that and lose grip of that. But now Jesus says that he wants to do miracles <laughs> through me and you. That he doesn't just want to do stuff in us, but Jesus wants to do stuff through us. He wants to do miracles through you and me. He wants to uh, uh, bring heaven to earth. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Often he uses men and women of God to bring heaven to earth, to bring peace, to bring rest, to bring life, to bring healing. That's why I asked you what you're praying for and believing for this year. Because <laughs> God, God wants to do miracles for you and me. He wants to answer prayers. <coughs> he said it. He said it. Do we believe it? I, I, I can't pick and choose what I believe out of my Bible. It's either God's word or it isn't. What would this look like in our workplaces? What would this look like in our families if we prayed like this, if we believed? What would this look like in our community? And I'm believing, I'm believing there's going to be healings in our church this year. I'm believing there's going to be salvations. I'm believing that people that have walked away from faith are going to return. I'm believing that people will find Jesus for the first time. I'm believing that generational curses will be broken, that faith will come alive. I'm believing that people will be set free. Because Jesus said it. <coughs> I don't want to tip, tiptoe, stop and wait. <laughs> Go through the motions because Jesus' word says, ask, pray, believe. I will do things through you. He said it. Do we believe it? I'm believing for God's hand in my family. I'm believing that the places I go to, God will work through. 
Now I'm coaching the big red footy in our drossing. I'm believing that, that God will work for it and we're going to see people lives transformed and end up in church. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm believing for it. I'm believing for, for you and where you are that the grace and love of God will just pour out of you and people will be transformed. Because he said it. He said it. Um, we can take that down. Thanks, Andrew. You know, my heart today wasn't just to give you a specific word or promise from Jesus. I just wanted to, I just felt my heart from God to, to challenge your thinking. Challenge your faith. What are you believing for? What are you praying for? What God are you following? Because <laughs> God's not calling us to an average go through the motions faith. He's calling us to experience heaven on earth, to bring heaven on earth. And he's given us these words, he's given us these promises, and we have a decision. Do we believe it or don't we? Do we do it or don't we? Do we follow or do we stay put? And you're doing the best thing. You're here in church because I find when I'm by myself, Faith gets harder, right? Me and a few guys, we're going to start praying on Monday mornings at the lookout in our drossing uh, before work because we just want to activate each other's faith because by ourselves we're okay. But I know when I get around someone else that's full of faith, I catch it. So you're in the right place. And God's saying today, what are you believing for? What, what do you see in the Word of God? When you read it this year, do you believe it? <laughs> the rest, the peace, the God's presence, power, Holy Spirit with you, that He holds your eternity, that He wants to answer your prayers, that He wants to do miracles in you and through you, do you believe it? What are you believing for your family? What are you believing for our church? What are you believing for your workplace, your town, your community? Who do you believe Jesus is? That's what it comes down to, doesn't it? Is Jesus God? Does he love us? Is his word true? Then we've got to believe it. And if we believe his word, it should activate something in us, shouldn't it? If we read these promises, these promises of peace, of rest, of God's power... It has to change the way we do things. It has to change the way we pray. It has to change the way we see people. It has to change the way we interact. It has to change the way we worship. Because it activates faith in us. If we could have the band back, that would be great. Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. 
Andrew, can you put up John 14, 16, please? And I will ask the Father, and he will give you an other advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit. You read through the book of Acts, and they're filled again and again with the Holy Spirit. You know, again and again. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is like being filled with God. And we're filled with the Holy Spirit when we meet with God. That makes sense. We meet with God and we're filled with God. So when we worship together, when we pray, when we read the Word, we're filled with God. And I know I need more and more God in me because I've got more and more opportunities. I've got more and more challenges. I've got, I've got more and more help I need. Right. So more of God's never a bad thing. And, and it goes through the book of Acts and the apostles and the believers were filled again and again and again with the Holy Spirit. And I wasn't sure how, to, how we're going to finish today, but I felt uh, that passage is for us today. We're just going to uh, sing and I'm just going to pray that the Holy Spirit just fills you afresh. And that might look like comfort, that might just look like strength, that might look like peace, because that's why the Holy Spirit's here, because it meets us individually and corporately together. It's an incredible thing. But God's presence is within you and in you every step of the way this year. If you work in a school, every classroom, every lesson, He's with you. As a parent, every challenging moment, He's with you. In your workplace, when the bills are there, He's with you. In the highs and the lows, the long, windy, He's with you. So I'm just going to pray for you that the Holy Spirit just fills you afresh. But this is just the start of our walk. I want to encourage you to read the Word. And when you read the words of Jesus, when you read the Word of God, do you believe it? And if you believe it, it's got to activate something in us this year. Holy Spirit, God, I thank you that you're here. God, I thank you that we don't have to manufacture your presence. We don't have to do a certain thing or go through a certain method to have you meet with us. We don't have to perform in any way. God, you're just here. You're with us when we woke up and you're going to be with us when we leave. But God, we're here right now. And God, you know every single person here. You love them and you know them. You know their challenges. You know their opportunities. You know their past, their present and the future. God, you know their world, you know their work, their family, you know what's going on, you know what's on their mind. You, God, you know what's ahead of us that we don't even know about. And God, I thank you for your presence, that Jesus, you promised the Holy Spirit will be with us and within us. So God, as we gather today to worship, to meet with you, I pray that you fill us anew with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill us just with your presence. God, fill us with your presence. And we don't set the agenda of what that needs to look like or what it is because you're Lord, not us. You know what we need, not us. You know not just what we want, but what we need, but what we will need. And God, I just pray that you fill us with just more of you. Fill us with your presence. God, give us a gift of faith that when we read your words, if you said it, we believe it. If you said it, we'll do it. If we said it, we'll follow. And God, I pray that our prayers will be transformed. I pray that our faith will be activated. I pray that we have expectation. God, give us your heart 
give us your eyes. Help us to see where you're at work in our lives. Help us to see where you're at work this year. God, we pray for miracles, God. Holy Spirit, have your way in us and through us. God, we pray for our community. We pray for healings. We pray for protection. God, I pray for salvations. I pray for people to find you and walk to you for the first time. God, we pray that the people we know, the people we interact with, will know your name and know your voice. And because they know your voice and your name, they know your love. Holy Spirit, fill us. God, as we worship you, as we look to you, I just pray that you do something in us. Something that goes beyond understanding. It's your presence, your supernatural power in us, through us. God, have your way. Have your way in us, God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us. Give us ears to hear your voice, God. Thank you, God.